We are on this week's uh, Banker series, and uh, God's been uh, speaking some exciting stuff. And, uh, you know, as, as, we, as we understand the, the, the plans, you know, we, we, what we've been seeing is God is the banker. He's the one who owns the bank, who keeps the bank, who works for and runs the bank. You know, the banker, it, it covers all of those. And uh, so as we, that's what we understand, how God, God operates. Everything is created for him and by him and holds its place in him. You know, that, that's, that's a scripture that we, we talk about Jesus, but it's also about uh, how he operates, yeah? Uh, but also a banker is a guaranteed win. It's a bet that's uh, sure and certain. It's not, it's not going to be, uh, uh, it's not a risk. And, of course, it is also uh, a fisherman or a fishing boat uh, on the coast uh, or on the banks of Newfoundland. So, uh, you know, it speaks about uh, harvest. It speaks about fishing. Uh, and souls and people. So this was uh, why we, were, uh, we started this, because, you know, everything that we've been looking at, if you remember, we started with the investment. This is what God has invested in us. God has given us the whole of the earth. He has put into our hands the tools, the abilities, the wisdom, and he demands a return, the tithe. If, if everything that we work with was his, then we can't say we make a living and we bring to God. Yeah? If you have a silent partner in your business or you have partners, you know, they, they expect that they are going to get something from the business, even as you share the profits. Well, God says the tenth is his. End of story. With a promise that if that's what happens, he sorts out your reputation. He enables you to have a really good job that actually benefits you. He helps you finish things without things falling apart. He actually secures your future, even if uh, everything around you gets shaky and protects you from theft. He enables you to expand in everywhere area. And when you do expand into new areas, you're not going to fire blanks. This is going to work. And you're going to walk with God in your workplace all the days of your life. That's, a, that's an amazing promise. Just the tithe. You know, so many people just, they have this problem with the tithe. And it's because they believe that they're the ones that create the wealth. When God is the one who says, I give you the power to get wealth. So that's why most people, when they have an argument with the tithe, they misunderstand. It all belongs to God, and he expects a return himself. It's not ours to play with. But then we saw the exciting bit is the deal, no deal, last week. We saw how many different things God's got something to say about that helps us to know what to do with the 90%. And not just giving, not just give more, but actually how to use that 90% in amazing ways and to see that. So, uh, you know, we, we, we saw, yeah, you could give to the poor. That's a way to lend God and you get rewards for that. Um, but if you uh, look after number one, that just produces a purse with holes. Uh, if you uh, do stuff under the table, you, you end up with problems with Caesar. And uh, don't be surprised at that. Uh, it's because it says, give to Caesar what belongs to Caesar. Generous, it's a, it's a real heart decision. You know, be generous. Make a return. Well, God, you know, actually, it's okay to make money. Did you know that? Wow. 
You know, it's, I think sometimes we, uh, you know, we have a problem with money. Either having too little or too much, it seems to be a problem. Uh, but that's what Jesus said. If you're faithful with little, you'll be faithful with much. You're, he'll, he'll let you have much. So, and then there was the challenge of spending. Well, providing for your own household actually was the counter, counter to spend, spend, spend. You know, God expects us to look after things. And then uh, no more, no less. And yet we saw the widow challenge that she put everything in. She put out of her heart, she put in more than the, those that were calculating to the last penny. I love the, uh, the, uh, the pictures that we had up the front here, the people were play acting last week. That was a, a lot of fun. And uh, then we saw the missionary, giving to missionaries. You know, God wants to credit us as we give to missions and stuff. So, uh, so we've looked at the, the 10%. We've looked at the 90%. So, uh, so, so what's left? I mean, if you want a bit more details on that, if you go to our website, whbcmanchester.com forward slash the banker, you get the podcasts and you'll find the uh, PowerPoints and all the rest of it. So, uh, but if, if we looked at the 10%, we looked at the 90%, what's left? Well, basically, God has got a plan for the future that involves what you don't have. Hmm. God's got a plan for this earth that involves us not just deep, digging deeper and deeper into our pockets. In fact, you don't have pockets deep enough for what God's planned. So, the whole of this message, relax. It's not going to cost you anything extra. Okay? You can listen. You can receive from God this morning. Okay. Because we've dealt with the 90. We've dealt with the 10. Okay. So what does God want to do with us? You see, God's got a plan. And he has a brief. He has a brief. God has got a plan, and he wants a partner in that plan. That's you, and that's me. God's got a plan that is actually going to work. He's already determined it. He's sourced it. He's worked out all the materials and how things are going to come about. You know, as you look next door, one of the big differences between what they're able to do and what we've been able to do is they have already all the funding from the start. The building next door is shooting up. You know, it's funny. It's almost like Meccano watching how they kind of put these great big steel um, girders together. And it all, it just slots into place and they twiddle this hand tool. It's not even power tools they're using to put this thing together. It's just, yeah, the power tools is the crane that holds it, obviously. But, but you know, just a couple of nuts and it's held together. It is literally like uh, 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 an Airfix model or a Meccano set or a whatever the latest, leg, you know, Lego blocks. It's... Uh, it's so, it just, everything seems to click together without a lot of effort because everything's been designed, measured, drilled, and prefabricated to work together. Okay? So if that's how we are when we design buildings, how much more do we think the master builder is with us when it comes to things? When he talks about having a plan, he has us in mind. 
and he has pre-drilled you. He has pre-shaped you. He has worked out his plan and his purpose for you and for me. That's kind of good and bad, isn't it? Because that means we've got to respond to that. You know, there's no point in being out of place. You know, if they, if they put the, the, the cross beam, uh, if they put that uh, uh, as the vertical pillars, it isn't going to work. The pillars are numbered, they're designed, they fit together. They're, they're, everything next door is working really easy. You know, we... we um, we 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 we're grinding the floor. This is the we we, we got the uh, the machine last week, but there were bits missing. Uh, there was the dust extractor bit was missing. But even far more fundamentally than that, actually, it needed a specialized power supply, and so you couldn't just plug it into a 13 amp socket because it wouldn't work. It would instantly blow the whole house, uh, the whole building. It needed 32 amp uh, plug, so uh, we had to get an electrician. Then we had to actually go back to the hire company to get all the extra bits because uh, some bits hadn't been delivered. And you know, it doesn't matter. You can have the most amazing piece of equipment. If it's not actually got all the bits, it isn't going to work. We could have used sanders on that floor, but if you ever notice those little sanders, that, you know, even the big ones that, sort of, that you use in your house, well, if you look at the size of this floor and you try to use a hand sander, do you think you get very far? You need to use the right tool for the right job. And even with the right tool, it's taken us nearly two and a half days to grind this floor to get it ready. So God wants us in the right place, working with the right tools. When you have the right tools, the job's easy. So that's part of God's plan for this time. This is the, the banker series. You know, God literally wants to blow our minds with the way he wants to use us and stretch our faith. He has a brief, and he wants to use us. Who's ready to get used? Okay. God literally wants to put money in your hands. Because he has a brief called World Harvest Bible Church. The name tells us something of the plan that God has put at, at the fundamental, at the start of his plan. World is our field. That name expresses the vision and expresses God's plan for you and for me to, that we would not look small. We're not Manchester Harvest Church. We're not Salford Harvest Church. We're not even Greater Manchester. We're World Harvest Bible Church. The plan, the plan that he has is that we step out beyond our basic borders, beyond our locality, that our eyes are on the mission fields because harvest is our function. Before we get to Bible, before we get to church, these two set the tone and the other two provide the substance. Okay? 
So the Bible is the foundation. There's nothing we're going to do that's outside what the Bible describes, but the church is how it's got to get worked out. If it doesn't build church, it's not real. Okay? There's no such thing as lone Christians. Okay? God's called us into a family. Okay, so as we, as we understand that, we see our name, it, it, we understand that God's intention in this coming year, in this coming period, is to put money into our hands beyond the 90%, beyond the 10%, you know, what we are believing for, for ourselves and for the things that are going on. God is wanting to multiply your and my faith, yours and my faith, sorry, for a massive expansion of mission work and activity. Okay? That if you looked at those, there's no way you would be able to, uh, to find that money even if you sacrifice, let's, let's, let's double our tithing. Let, or, or let, let's, let's put an extra chunk into the service. Let's, 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 let's cut back on uh, uh, the Chinese. Or what was it, the Indian? I can't remember from last week. It's not just a small sacrifice. God is, that, that is a sacrificial lifestyle God wants. But God wants to take us way beyond that into believing for seed to sow. You see, we talk about mission possible. We talk about the mission that God has got. And, and the scripture that I want to start with, you, you know it too well because it says, he who sows sparingly, we reaps sparingly. But I don't want to focus on that bit, okay? What I want to focus on, if you'll just turn with me, 2 Corinthians. I want to look at the promises that God's got there 2 Corinthians chapter 9. Start verse 7. A man, each man should give what he's decided in his heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion. That's good. Is that okay? All right. So don't start taking from this word a compulsion or a manipulation. It's, the choice is left with you. Okay. What God then says, God loves a cheerful giver. God is able to make all grace. Who? Is it up to you or is it up to God? Okay, so what I'm talking about today is about God's abilities to increase us so that we can give out of fresh seed. You see, this is what it says. He's able to make all grace abound so that in all things, at all times, having all you need, you will abound in every good work. As it is written, he has scattered abroad his gifts to the poor. His righteousness endures forever. Now he who supplies seed to the sower. A few years ago, we, we, uh, we had a call for people to get out of debt here in this church. And I was excited to hear in, in the last uh, two months, two separate people come to me uh, and have spoken about the fact that their families are now debt-free. That's exciting. And, and, and in one case, it's thousands of pounds uh, that are really a credit card debt that's really just uh, liberated and free. And I'm just like, yeah, how exciting. What you don't want to do is get back into debt. Okay? So this is not about giving more. 
from what you've got. Because what it says, he supplies seed to the sower. What we did back then, we put 50 pounds in the hands of a number of people who came forward and responded and admitted, look, we're in trouble, we're in debt, and we need to believe, we want you to stand with us and believe for God. And I got all those people to come out, and they responded to God, and they didn't know what we were going to do next. And Claire and myself, and uh, at least Peter and a couple of other people, came and we put 50 pounds in every person's hand. Not out of church money, out of our personal money. We sowed to break the debts. We gave them seed to sow. It was no good. I was just, if they went and spent that 50 pounds to pay the debt off, they wouldn't have actually been able to clear their debts. That 50 pound was to do something fresh with it so that a miracle could happen. Okay? What's exciting to hear is how many people that actually did something amazing for over the next year, uh, but that was a few years ago. God wants to do something with us all, and I'm not going to come and give you all a 10 or a 50 quid. (laughs) But God wants to put fresh seed in your hands and in my hands so that we can sow beyond our 90%, beyond what we are getting, to believe God for miracle supply. Okay? There's a, there's a church we, uh, that uh, uh, Nick and Debbie Bonai, that are part of our mission support, they, they came from. And uh, that church is about double our size. It's, uh, it's about five 600 strong. Uh, church in the state. It's not a massive church is what I'm trying to point out. It's a good size, but not massive. Okay. Last year, they gave over $800,000 into missions. That is not them reaching into their pockets to give loads. That is way beyond a church's normal ability to give. Do you hear that? Okay. I, I really want you to catch hold of this. Because as, as God begins to put this challenge before us about believing God for more, it's not, I've got to sow more. Okay, I've got to find more money. Where, let's sell the cat. I know that's actually quite, um, uh, quite appropriate for certain people in this. Uh, their prize cat, that, so the show, uh, Linda, is uh, amazing. If you ever see the photographs of her cats. Um, That's not what I'm talking about. God wants to supply seed to the sower. Who's a sower? I'm a sower. Okay. That means God's word applies to me. Okay. But that means I've got to do the right thing with it. Because what does it say? He supplies seed to the sower and separate Bread for food. So it's really important that you understand when things come into your hands, some of that is seed and some of it's bread. Okay? uh, We're not talking about the 90%. Okay? We're talking about the miracle, the unusual things that God wants to do going forward. Okay? 
Because it says, he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will also, let's read it and underline it, supply and increase your store of bread. No, 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 it doesn't say that. It says increase your store of seed. There is something that God is wanting to multiply with you and me in this day, in this week, in this month, year, that is going to transform the ability of this church to actually do more mission. It's the call of the church. Therefore, we know the will of God. Therefore, we need the supply that matches the call. It's his provision for the vision. We hear these things, but here we have it written clear, and he will enlarge the harvest of your righteousness. You will be made rich in every way so that you can live better, so that you can enjoy prosperity, so you can have another holiday, or you can go on holiday. Actually, some people, that's, even that would be a miracle. It says that you will be able to be generous on every occasion. Listen, if you see God supply a greater and greater seed, it's going to test your heart. Okay? So this is where you have to decide in your heart right now. If God is going to give me seed, I'm going to use it right. I'm going to take the seed and I'm going to plant the seeds. I'm going to look at the vision and I'm going to understand as I walk and I work with God on the vision, there will be food for me as well. It's going to make me, here's a bit of extra money. Oh, you know, you can't have that. He's going to supply seed and bread. But it's important to identify seed. And use it, because a harvest, you know, a farmer, when he plants seed, he does not just use a little bit of seed. He uses a stack of seed. He sows over a hundred times what he would ever consider eating. How about we started to reverse our income supply, our source of all stuff, so that we began to live on 10 and give 90 that would be awesome, wouldn't it, as a church? You know, we're resetting the church's finances. We're believing, you know, we're, we've got Glen House is on the market for sale. It's, we're really believing for that breakthrough there because that resets. We're over, over on our budgets on, 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 the, on buildings, uh, so, and which is stopping us being able to do mission. So we, we've set that. We've reset that. Glen House is surplus to requirements, Next door is about ready. Two weeks' time, there'll be no reason to have Glen House. So we cut it free. What's God want to do now with us in Mission Possible? Well, what's the brief? I'm just going to call up Carol to join me. Because, Carol, you've been involved not just with uh, uh, overseeing the missions, but actually on the mission field, haven't you? Yes, I have. I've been on a few mission trips um, to China, South Korea, also to Indonesia and the Philippines. Exactly. So, so that's quite a bit of experience. Yeah. <laughs> and I have a real heart for mission. And, um, 
you know, that's why I'm excited to get up today to talk to you about it because I'm talking about something that is very close to my heart. And I pray that the Lord actually will give me words adequate enough to express his heart for mission and not just mine. Um, Pastor Allen's already mentioned about our name. And actually, I'd like to suggest to you that um, mission, we've been doing a DNA series, haven't we? And I would like to suggest to you that actually mission is our core DNA and our reason for being. And you might say to me, why do you say that, Carol? Well, if you think about it, this church would not exist today without mission. It took the obedience and faith of Pastor Matt and Julie and Pastor Alan and Claire to come from the places that they knew to an unknown place, somewhere different. And with them, they brought, as part of the mantle that God had spoken to them and prophetic words that have been spoken over the church about impacting nations and also about increasing influence. And as we have stepped into that as a church, it is actually those places where we have seen supernatural increase. And I believe God wants to do an awful lot more. I'll just give you a few examples. So I'm not brilliant with technology. <laughs> um, uh, the first area is primarily started with translation um, through Egypt, Nigeria, and the Middle East. Even before the two churches joined together, there was a student that came up on placement from uh, KF in Horsham, and she met up with some Arabic people here in Manchester, and out of that, there were a number of Pastor Colin Urquhart's books that were translated into Arabic. And the church um, paid for half of the cost of those books, and they produced over 30,000 books and gave them away. And actually, Pastor Matt and um, Marvik, who was in the church at the time, went on a mission trip to Egypt and took the books there. That's, those same books were also... Uh, broadcast through uh, an internet radio station in Israel to over 760,000 people in the Middle East. We are not talking small. These are small actions of faith that God has taken and increased beyond anything that we could ever imagine. And as you know, the story hasn't finished yet. Pastor Matt and Julie now have set up a Bible training college in Egypt, in Nigeria, the people being trained there are, are specifically trained to go and reach unreached people groups. And, um, you know, it just goes on and on and on. We also have people within our own congregation that uh, have a heart for the Arab world. They outreach here in this nation. They go to North Africa. We've also seen a youth mission team go to Morocco. So things are increasing also, um, India and places like this, I really believe that God is using people's anointings and giftings within this church and opening doors. And uh, through uh, Keywall and Joy's involvement in Way of the Spirit, a door is open for them, to, uh, for Keywall in particular, to minister into North India. Um, he's originally from India. And since the last trip, when Pastor Allen and Keywall went out there, the church actually has tripled in size. 
they're involved in church planting. This is very significant because there's only 1% of Christians in the north of India. And that door is opening even wider now because later this year, Pastor Alan and Kiwa will also be going back to India and taking the Sharp Tools DNA leadership kit with them to impart to the leaders there. And also through Way of the Spirit, there are others being trained within the congregation to be able to minister. Vincent has um, been given an opportunity to take the Way of the Spirit and minister to over 100 pastors in the Congo area. You know, you need to be getting excited about these things, guys, because this is God. It's not us. You know, as we were seeing this morning, it's not by power or by might, but by my spirit. These are places where God is pointing, and where he points, his hand provides. Um, also, we, through divine appointments and connections, you know our connection with Philip and Tracy in the Philippines. Um, they call this their home church in England. And since we've been connected with them, the amount of uh, reach that they have been able to work with the Lord in, in, in seeing the gospel go out to the central area of the Philippines is astounding. There are many pastors that are being ministered to. Um, this church actually sent out a mission team back in 2005, which I was a part of, and actually um, Nick Bonai was one of the leaders there. And with going on that mission trip, it was then that God spoke to his heart about the Philippines and actually, he's out there now with his wife, and they go out regularly to support that work. And also, we had the youth mission trip there too, our first long-term, uh, long-haul mission trip for the youth. And I believe God wants to do an awful lot more, and we'll have a chance to see Philip and Tracy in May. And then there's Albania. This has been primarily through the webs. We had a team that went out, uh, I think about, couple of years ago, something like that. And initially, it didn't look like, you know, things had gone to plan. They'd, they'd planned to do all this ministering and everything, and it didn't work out. They actually spent the time praying. But actually, that was a pioneering, groundbreaking trip. And now, the amount of opportunities that are opening up there are astounding. Um, we've got Mark Walker is going to go out again in April. We've already had Mark and Phil Birch go out there. And in uh, July, um, Mark and Becky McGowan and maybe a few others are going to go out because they've been invited to be a part of a, uh, a, ch a church camp, a, a bit like faith camp, um, to input into that. But also, you know, they're going to learn about uh, what they can bring from us here and impart there. And then also, there's also the links with Banked as well. So as you can see, there's an awful lot of opportunity that is opening up. And the thing is, the enemy will always want to try and limit us. He will say to you, you can't do this. You haven't got the ability to do that. He'll always try and minimize Christ in you. But Christ wants to come out. Christ wants to be expressed. You can do it. And that's one reason I really, really love mission, because you're put in a place where you have to depend upon God. You have to step from your own ability into God's ability. And it's not a comfortable place to be sometimes, but that's, he's made us not to just be ordinary people, but extraordinary people. And it's a place where we're going to have to get used to stepping into. 
Now, because it is on God's heart, we are a full gospel church. We believe, don't we, in the whole counsel of God. And some of the last words of Jesus was the Great Commission, as found in uh, you know, the two of the gospels. And we want to be obedient to that call. And we can see that God has provided these opportunities for us. You know, we cannot afford to step, not step into it because, you know, we've, we've read the final book, haven't we? We've seen that there are many tribes, nations, tongues that are represented before Christ at the end of the age. And we've got a part to play in that. And the thing is, we cannot do it in our own strength. The word says, the spirit and the bride says, come. It makes the appeal. The church cannot do it without the power of the Spirit, and the Spirit will not do it apart from the church. I just want to leave you now as well with um, a couple of quotes. The Spirit of Christ is the Spirit of missions. The nearer we get to him, the more intensely missionary we become. That was Henry Martin, the missionary to India and Persia. And I'd also like to read, this was actually a posting that Pastor Julie, our founding pastor, put on Facebook this week. I'm a strong advocate that going on a mission trip to your own city or far away changes your life. The need to go and help others has been put inside us. It's part of our new DNA as a believer. Going, it gives fresh hope, new perspective, thankfulness and joy. It revitalizes marriages, turns teens' hearts, changes life choices, brings families together. And that's just for those that go. Just think what happens to those that you go to. The joy and help that you bring to others is amazing. Mission is a part of God's plan for all of us. As we see these challenges, we see the opportunity, we see the, the, uh, the adventure, really, that God's got us on. And, uh, you know, as, as, we, as we see this, this, this is why we sort of said, uh, what is the, the work that God's got for us? Well, if you just turn to John 6 and uh, verse 29, Jesus said, this is the work, the work of God is this, to believe in the one he has sent. And they say, ask him, what kind of miraculous sign will you give that we can see and believe? And Jesus said, I'll tell you the truth, this is uh, verse 32, it was not Moses that gave you the bread from heaven. It was my father who gave you the true bread from heaven. In linking together, this is the work of God to believe. Jesus instantly talks about a supernatural supply of bread from heaven. He linked, the first thing he said about the work of God is something of supernatural supply. So here we are. Here's opportunities. So what's our work? Our work is to believe God. It's to believe God for seed. Yeah, God wants to put seed into our hand so that we can sow. And it's a faith thing. It's a faith thing. We're not asking anybody to dig deeper into their pockets. We're asking you, what can you believe God for so that you can sow into mission part of the DNA of World Harvest Bible Church? Mm. We've got a faith promise. This is not a debt. You're not promising the church anything. This in you. What do you believe that God can supply a seed to sow this coming year? 
In other words, you know, we, to, the trip to India, uh, you know, we'll have to pay for the pastors uh, that come to that conference, uh, leadership training there. Uh, so we'll have to pay not just for the tickets, not just for the food and stuff for us, but we'll need to look after these pastors while they're there. Many of these guys are on the breadline. You know, in, in, in what is actually the richest nation about to be, uh, India and China over the next 20 years will overtake America as being the richest nations on the world. There's a wealth transfer shift or a wealth balance shift is about to happen. But only 1% of the entire nation's Christian. So the ethos of money, if we think we're bad here in the West, you only have to look at the who has money and doesn't have money Just in hand them out India. To, hand them out to everybody, please. Just hand them down the yeah. aisles. Thank you. If that is like that now, as wealth pours into that nation... Without that Christian ethos, without that Christian heart of giving, what, what's going what's to happen there? Well, we believe that God wants to raise strong churches there. In Romans 1, Paul talks about, I want to come and impart some spiritual gifting to you. Paul talks to the Romans in a different way to these other churches because he didn't plant the church in Rome. But he longed to go and impart something that would strengthen their faith, that would enable them to run. And that's what we do, whether it's in North Africa, whether it's in Egypt, whether it's in India. We're reaching the least reached people groups. There's works going on there, but they don't have the power on their own. But when we go, we add something that enables them to run further and faster and actually keep going, some, some of them. And, you know, as, as, we, as we're looking at this, I want, you, I want us to sort of, all of us, actually go, Lord, what miracle could you supply me so that I can sow? <coughs> that's the challenge we're laying before everybody today, isn't it? Yeah, that's, that's the challenge. We're not asking you to go to, to dig out something from your pocket now. We're yeah. asking you to go, you know, I'm a partner in this vision. I'm a partner here with World Harvest Bible Church. And I might not be able to go on mission, although we want to give opportunity to everybody to go on mission. But this is one of the ways you can go on mission, by enabling somebody else to go. And so we're asking you before the Lord to go, Father, you know, I'm believing you for this amount. And for, for different people, it will be a different amount. What can you believe? God for to put into your hand what seed can you believe him for you know for some it might be five pounds for somebody it might be 500 pounds every month but we're not look asking for you to find it for your money what can you believe God for because he wants to increase the seed that he gives you so that you've got more seeds to sow and this isn't um we're not going to chase you for this money. This is, this is something between you and God. Mm -hmm. uh, we are going to ask you to, there's a perfor, perforation, very clever, um, that's been put in. So we are asking you to hand in part of it, but to keep the other part in your Bible so that you 
all the time have got it laid before you. Father, I'm believing you for this much yeah. so that I can sow each month into missions. Um, but we're not going to chase you. This is just purely to, you know, so that we've got an idea of what, of what uh, people have promised to give. But it's between you and God. We're not going to chase you. But it's an exciting adventure. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but, you know, it's an exciting adventure when you sow seed and you go, Father, you know, give me seed to sow. Yeah. Do you know what? God really hears that heart. When yeah. you want to sow into something, into mission, you say, Father, give me 10 pounds so I can sow into mission. God loves that kind of prayer. Yeah. You know, give me 100 pounds. Whatever it is that you've got faith to believe for, you know, because he's, he's waiting and he loves those kind of prayers. He loves to honor them. Exactly. And you know, when Claire and I do things like this, we just pray real simple. Father, we, 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 do, we, we, need, some, uh, we need some agreement between the two of us about how much we're going to give. It, and, and we just simply go, okay, Father, how much? And, and we, don't, we don't take a long, usually a figure we will just drop into our hearts instantly. And, and if we don't think about it, we, just, we, just, uh, we don't try and concentrate it too much. We just start... Okay, thank you. And we just start worshipping and focusing on him. What we usually find is that money comes to us very quickly and we're able to supply it. And, and so we've done this in the past, okay? We're not asking you to do something we've not seen and done. But the difference is, quite often, we teach this about how to believe God for ourselves, okay? So we need a holiday or we need a... Uh, something to happen, a new car, or my kid needs to go um, on a school trip. And, and there's, there's nothing wrong with that, yeah? So don't put that one to the side. Keep that and believe God for something fresh. There's, God wants to do some fresh miracles. Are you up for that? All right, well, let's just stand. Because I want us to respond to the Lord. I want us to allow him to put some faith in our hearts. Faith comes from hearing and hearing from the word of God. You've heard the word. So that's just, God has just released faith into your hearts. But you need to agree with God. Okay? Now, this is not your tithes. This is not your normal offerings. Okay? So don't start transferring things and don't start... But this is... God is going to supply each month something fresh. So let's just pray. Father, we just take your word as it stands. And we just bring you in remembrance, Lord. You said you bring, you you give seed to sow, and bread to eat. Well, Father, we don't want to confuse those two. We thank you, Father, that today you're laying something fresh before us, new seed. And so, Father, right now we're asking for the amount personally that you want us to believe for to sow into missions for this coming year, whether it's a monthly amount or an annual amount, something that we can believe you for that you will show us as it comes in 
that's separate from our normal monies and uh, separate from the, the things we're believing for you personally, for Lord. We just ask you to put that in our hearts right now. In Jesus' name. I thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, for your provision. Thank you for new seed. And Father, we just, we just ask you to give us the eyes to see that seed for what it is. And not to misuse it, not to eat it, but to be faithful, Lord. And Lord, we pray for that seed as we sow it for multiplication. Father, we dare to believe that new ministries can go out from this place. Not just the ones we've talked about, but that others will be able to go out, Father. Not just uh, Mark or, or uh, Carol or others that have been out on mission before, but that different ones of us will be able to go out on mission, Father, that haven't yet been. That you will show us how to be missionaries in our localities as well, where we live. Heavenly Father, we hear your voice today. And we hear that amount. We hear that amount, Father. So just, just take a pen, if you've got one, and just, just write on that pledge. That's, it's a faith promise. It's not a debt. Okay. And what we're going to do each month, we'll, we'll have a, a separate offering from our tithes and offerings once a month when you can just bring those amounts. So you can send it. We'll give you um, details next week of a bank account that is our mission account that can go straight into that. Yeah, so per, per, when you've written on your card tear off the bigger part if you put that in the offering bowl and keep the little part in your Bible to remind you of what you're praying for and then don't put it in your offering envelope just put it in with, your with, with it yeah, into the bowl but we don't want to, anybody to miss out receiving from God this is an amazing faith adventure to be part of and we've got ours written here ready and I'm yep. excited to see how and we're we, going, uh, God's going to provide for us so that we can put in what, what we're promising to give. Yeah.